Lolo and welcome to our Youth Home Brew episode number 50 million, I think. Um, it feels like we've been doing this forever now. It's episode 7. Is it only episode 7? It's episode oh, 7. Okay. Episode 7. <laughs> um, as you can hear, uh, I've got our favorite co-host with me. Hey, hey, um, hey. Evie, hello, welcome, thank you for joining us. But even better than that for this episode is we've got a, a super awesome guest. Um, his name is Brett, and if you've ever heard that name, it probably means you've been in youth ministry for a while, because this guy's been in the trenches. He has been there since the beginning, I would think, of the youth ministry craze in South Africa and in Johannesburg, and he's just been the, the guy that so many people have learned from. I think a lot of the way I do youth ministry um, is as an effect from Brett. So, uh, Brett, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to Youth Home Brew. Hey, thank you. It's good to be here. I wouldn't say that I'm better than Yvette. Maybe that's a bit of a stretch, but you know. Uh, we'll, we'll keep him around. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> You're going to be replaced, Mo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be great. I could have a break. No, I'm joking. Um, I don't want to compete with Brett. Uh, uh, that's just a dumb idea. So, um, Brett, we're, we're, we've got you here because uh, we'd like your brains and your intellect because you've done a lot of this Jesus stuff. Um, and we want to go through the readings for um, this Sunday that are in the Anglican lectionary um, and then just see what you think about them and uh, give us some insight into how they've affected you. Yeah, great, 100%. Is that all right? Fantastic. So the the reading, uh, I'll start uh, with it. It's Matthew chapter 13, and we're doing verses 1 to 9, and then verses 18 to 23. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word. But, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the, world, the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown in good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields it, one case and a hundredfold. 
in another 60 and in another 30. There ends the reading for this Sunday. So, Brett, um, have you got some ears for us? Yeah. Have you <laughs> been sowing so seed? So, so I want to begin by, by looking at that a little bit. I think we have probably lost the context of this parable. Um, it's okay. uh, how, how many of us have honestly spent hours and hours out in the field sowing? Uh, not many. Uh, no, I don't think any exactly. of us know we've, how we've to We've all been in lockdown. It's all been a, a little bit of a... If <laughs> I, I would. I would. If somebody gave me the opportunity and said, go spend a day out in the field sowing, I'd probably I'd probably jump at it at this point. Exactly. Put some nice sunshine yeah, and outside, outside time. I, I, I don't know if I would. I mean, every, everything I kind of plant <laughs> dies. Not sure I'd be the best at that. Yeah, exactly. Get out into the day and just just throw it. Um, So so look, I do think we've lost a little bit of the context of this parable. And and those who would have heard it the first time, they probably would have understood it maybe a little bit differently to us. But when we we begin reading it, and certainly when I was reading it for the first time, uh, something struck me that it's it's easy for us to read this parable uh, and to immediately start pointing fingers and start saying, you know, there's, there's some people around us who are, are it's clear, you, you're the good soil, and it's clear that guy over there, he's the bad soil. Um, that person over there, that's that's the rock. Um, and and it, it might be easy for us to, to kind of lose that context and say, well, uh, some of this and some of that. Um, mm. It's easy to throw judgment out um, once you've read the thing and think, oh, but I'm the good soil. Of course, I must be. Because I'm the one that's reading exactly. it and understanding um, it. And, and it's, it's easy for mm. us to put ourselves in, in those places and to, yeah, like I say, just to lose that. And, and when I was reading for today, I, I was struck with the, by the idea of grace and, and really what okay. it means to learn grace through this parable. Um, and I think particularly at this time, uh, we've all seen and heard and probably read and and come to understand that that over the last 105, how many days now are we in lockdown? 105 or 107? It's somewhere around there. Too long. Stop counting. Um, <laughs> that that we've we've each found ourselves at times saying like it's it's actually okay, and at other times we found ourselves saying like no no, um, the world is falling apart and and everything is is really not great. Um, yeah, and, that's uh, true, and and then it's it's then it's even easier to point fingers and to say, well, you know, actually, um, you know, what's going on around us? But uh, and it's because yeah, of these yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's your fault. Why did you bring COVID into our lives? We should have just closed the borders exactly. and left everyone out. Um, and yeah, and, yeah and and so and so that that real idea of just saying that that there's uh, Jesus might be saying in this parable that there's, you know, there's clearly the good people and there's clearly the bad people and I'm good or I'm bad or he or she is good and he or she is bad. But I, I really think that mm. that that danger of pointing fingers uh, leaves us outside of grace entirely. Um, uh, so, so, I mean, first, first up is, is that this is, is a metaphor. Uh, even if we read in verse 3, uh, it says that, that Jesus used parables. It was quite clear that this wasn't a, a real... Yes. A real thing that was happening it was a story to help the people there understand what was was going on jesus also doesn't put it into a place in time and and by that i mean that, that he doesn't narrow it down to saying 
uh, just you people here who are listening to me or, or at this specific time, this, this applies. Um, he also doesn't say that, that you only get one chance at this, the sowing and growing and fruit thing that he's talking about. Yes, it's a it's that journey that continues even with us to exactly, this day, basically. Exactly, and and uh, uh, so yeah. something something that, that I've I've wondered about, and and particularly when I was looking for for uh, forward to today, was that this could easily describe different times in our life. Um, yeah, I was yeah, I was about to say that. Like mm. I thought at some points or another, we have been each and every mm. one of those seeds. Um, I, I always feel sorry for the one that like they think they've grown roots and then they withered. <laughs> and I'm like, how many times have I read of like scripture and thought that I understood it? And then it didn't take root hmm. within me. And so I, I think that is, it, I was thinking that as well, that actually at some point or another, we've, we've landed on rock or we've been taken by birds or, I'm often up in the sky with birds, but like, it's, it's just, it's not necessarily everything that we experience within our faith in our walk. Is it going mm. to take root? And look, I mean, for, for me as well, I, I thinking about, about the, the pandemic that we're facing, I think, I think some of us have even faced all four of those different, the path, the rocky ground, the thorny bushes, the good soil in like an hour. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> everything is everything's going wrong. It's like yes, Jesus, Woo! Yeah. and then five minutes later, it's like yeah. oh, hang on, no, 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 wait, 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 what's going on here? And, and life kind of falls apart. Um, and, and and so really, it's it's the, the, that first idea of just saying that we shouldn't be throwing stones. That's if we come to this parable and we read it and we say this is a a, a good reason for me to start throwing stones at others, uh, even throwing stones at myself and saying like actually. How, how did you miss the meaning of that parable? Or, or how did you not understand Jesus when he said this in the scripture? You know what I mean? And those kind of ways to, 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 to first of all, learn grace uh, in that way. It's, it's not about throwing stones. So there's a, there's a bit of a challenge that I'm, that I'm hearing from what you're saying um, so far, Brett. In terms of, yes, we shouldn't be throwing stones, but how do we then relate to those people around us that we know are throwing stones. Um, you know, how, how do we then apply that grace, um, you know, in our, in our friendship circles, um, for a lot of our young people now in our WhatsApp groups and all of that kind of stuff, when we see others, um, yeah, others essentially throwing stones and not actually being very graceful. So, so maybe let me be a, a very good Christian. <laughs> yeah. okay. Let's try that because you know sometimes I'm a bad Christian, but let me, let me try to be a good Christian uh, in this time. So yeah, just for a little bit, I've, I've had the, bit. the ability to to kind of read up on this a little bit beforehand, and and one thing that came to me as well was in Job chapter twelve or Job or however you want to pronounce uh, the title of that book. I've always been a little bit of a pleb, so Job chapter twelve. Mm -hmm. um, it's it says it says this in in the the message version. But the animals, sorry, but ask the animals what they think. Let them teach you. Let the birds tell you what's going on. Put your ear to the earth. Listen to the basics. Listen, the fish in the ocean will tell you their stories. Isn't it clear that they all know and agree that God is sovereign, that he holds all things in his hand, every living soul 
yes, every creature that breathes. Isn't this all just common sense, as common as the sense of taste? And what, what I understand from that mm. is that, that even the animals, the very creation around us, the world around us will tell us that God loves us, that God holds us, that there's, there's a real sense of, of God knowing and seeing everything about us. So when others are throwing stones, we, we need to, to kind of remind ourselves that God sees them differently. Um, we are then quick to judge and humans are quick to judge and, and we do that quite a lot. We do it quite well. Um, but others, uh, when they judge us, uh, it's, it is sometimes helpful. I know it's, it's easy to say and not so easy to do. To, to remind ourselves that, that, yes. that even in, in, in the book of Job, that, that it, it says that the animals know these things already, that God holds everything dear. God loves us. God loves every living soul uh, without question. Um, and, and we fit into that. Uh, others fit into that. Um, yeah, that's a very, um, that's a very big challenge, I, I think, that you're presenting with that Job reading. Uh, you know, regardless of what it is that they're doing and, and how it is that they're doing it, we should be looking on others through God's eyes, through God's perspective as to how majestic and wonderful mm. they are. And that's not always... Mm, woo, some I, people... I, I really want to throw a, a spanner, ooh, in spanner this, away, please. in this con conversation. Okay, given the fact that a lot of people believe that this pandemic is God's wrath on us, wrath, wrath, whatever, or the fact that this came from bats because we have been misusing animals. Um, and I just had to smile when you used the Job reading because like the animals even know, and they, now they're, khatful, they're done. They're like, right, you're all going to get it because y'all haven't been respecting us. Like I, I, I just, I have to put that out there because it's, we're looking at this pandemic and we're pointing fingers, but it almost feels like the earth is coming back at us for the, the, the mistreating of it. Yeah, no, look, I, I, I have to, I have to say, I think, I think life is messy. The world is messy. Um, and, and probably as human beings, we thought for too long that, that we've got everything sorted out and we know exactly what's what, and we can dictate and direct and make things happen. But when we really look around and, and we see that that um, that life is that mixture of of a pathway which is hard, of rocky ground which has a little bit of soil but not enough, of the thorn bushes which which choke and and I mean maybe we could say that it's it's uh, happening to us at the moment, or, or or the good soil where where we learn and grow and and develop and are nurtured as human beings, that that life is made up of all these different parts. Um, to, to take one little piece of it, uh, the last hundred days, uh, and maybe if you take it back to, to, to the first cases in, in December last year, um, to take these few months and to say that that is now the whole of reality and, and everything is, is like kind of condensed into these last few months, um, th th that might be a bit of a, a, a stretch in, in my mind. Um, I, I, I hear you. I mean, I hear you saying that, that a lot of people are saying that, it's, that the world is saying that enough is enough um, and, and is re retaliating. Uh, but I, I think God works in such a way that it's, it's not so much about uh, exacting revenge 
uh, I, I don't see in scripture anywhere that, that God exacts revenge on us um, or, or, or that the world attacks us. Sure, the world is a, a difficult place and it's, it's messy and it's hard um, and it's, it's a mixture of all those different things. But, but when we, we learn about grace, we, we, I think, learn to accept that messy reality. Uh, and, and it gives us the option to then say, well, how, how do I respond? I can, I can see the messy reality around me and I can try and say something like, no, no, it's, it's hard and fast. God's, God's wrath is on us. Um, or, or we can look around and say, I'm, I'm part of this, this world that, that we live in. I'm, I'm not perfect. My life is a little bit messy. The lives of those around me I see are a little bit messy. But God comes out strongly every single time saying, I see you for all those different things, for the mess, for the good, for the whatever's around you. And, and still, I love you. Still, there is grace. Still, uh, there is hope. And I mean, yeah, we, we've had this conversation before about whether or not this is God's doing. And, and I, I'm a firm believer that it's not. Um, whether the earth is coming back at us is a different <laughs> conversation within itself. But it's, for me, it's, we, we've done this. As humans, we've done this. Uh, we've all done this. We've all contributed to the downfall of the earth in some way. You can't sit here and say when you've bought your food at a plastic container that you are helping the environment in any way. Um, and I, what I like about this reading and the way that you've, you've, you've put it out for us is that we have to accept people at where they're at. It doesn't matter what stage they're at. We have to accept them and love them because that's mm. what God does for us. And, um, but we can learn from this situation and go, right, how can we be better Absolutely. in the future? And I think that's been the biggest lesson. And that's when we'll, we'll, we'll kind of move from one point to another, from being on, on the rocky path into maybe some yeah. sort of good soil um, when we start to understand and, and move forward and um, almost internalize our own. Yeah, and for, for me, it's, it's that follow up question of, of how do we respond? So, so we can respond and say like, we've been the worst people in the world ever. And just to, to kind of keep knocking ourselves over the head or, or to respond as, as, as Jesus keeps calling us to, to, to turn around and, and to turn away from what we've done before and, and to change things in the future. So, so, so that, that grace is, is not just the recognition of, of the messiness around us. It's also partly then uh, the response. What, what now? What next? How do we go forward? Mm, that's, a, that's a very, very powerful message. It's, it's looking more forward than looking at, you know, the, the, the past messy craziness um, and, and really allowing God to determine our future um and determine the path forward i think that's a very very important message for a lot of our young people who are looking at this world that they're inheriting as they grow up and and going sure okay there's pandemics there's violence against women there's all sorts of just crazy crazy mess that's going on around us and is it a world that i want to inherit is is this the place that, um, you know, I want to make a life for myself. And I think that what you're saying to us, Brett, is, is that that element of hope is, is continually always there and God is um, and will always, in fact, be in charge um, and, and keeping things moving. If we um, look back at the Job reading yeah. that you helped us with as well, I, I think that's a, that's a very strong message for our young ones out there 
um, to keep the faith, to keep going, and to know how loved and appreciated and in awe of each and every single one mm. of them God is. And, and if, if I can add maybe one other thing as well to, to the question you asked earlier about, yes, about how do we respond to those who really don't show grace or, or don't show that, that kind of love. The lovely people. The ones the ones who make life interesting. Mm, mm. Um, the, the, the parable ends with Jesus saying, listen then if you have ears. And, and I was reading the Good News version. It says, listen then if you have ears. And it's got a little exclamation mark there, which, which kind of tells us that, that Jesus was being quite, quite forceful about this. But, but uh, um, yes. uh, in fact, some people suggest that he was, he was a little bit sarcastic with how he used that sometimes, uh, because it was a phrase that, that other prophets used in the Old Testament, and, and maybe he was, he was being a little bit funny with it. But anyway, um, this, this idea of, of listening means that we, we then have this, this idea from Jesus to, to stop and to give thought to it. Um, because listening isn't just listening so you hear the words. It's listening with compassion. It's listening to understand the other person when they're speaking and what they're saying to, to at least give them that, that space to say, um, well, maybe that they're in a, a place at the moment where they're on a little bit of rocky ground and, and they've heard something and they've misunderstood or, or, or that they're on a pathway at the moment in, in their life. And, and like I said, it might be in that hour. Um, and, and they've, they've heard or said something and it's it's really there in a hard place at that time uh but when we listen we are, are given the opportunity to to listen with intention to to listen and to act um and then to open our ears to the other person in their heart and, and what's happening in their life as well um and and so so that the the parable doesn't just help us to have grace for ourselves it helps us to have grace for others because it gives us a little bit of a framework, a little bit of something to, to look at and say, okay, um, what's happening in them at this time and allow that to work too. Hmm, that's very, very true. Um, listen for understanding. Don't just listen mm. for the reply of, uh, oh, but yeah. I wanted to say this. Um, let me hear you and actually yeah. compassionately feel uh, for who you are mm. and what it is that you're saying. That's really fantastic. Um, Uncle Brett, because I'm going to call you that because you're uh, so wise and dignified. Uh, thank you th so much for the just really giving us some great insight into a, a reading that I think a lot of us have heard so many times but haven't really um, thought of in, in as deep a way um, as you've challenged us to today. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for your insights. Thank you for just being available to do this and to spread your knowledge. I think it's one of the gifts that God has given you, that you are always there for mm. God's people. And that is a, an amazing My pleasure. Thank Thanks you for, for having me. It's been great.